guys. Welcome back to Full Coverage. It's your favorite fools, Manny MUA and Laura Lee. That's right. Just two bitches covering things. That we don't know what we're talking about sometimes. <laughs> we never know what we're talking about. We're always covering them regardless. So we're going to address the elephant in the room today. What elephant? I don't know. <laughs> you guys, if you're watching the podcast today, you guys will see we look a little different. I don't know. We always like clowns. You honestly, points have been made and we be points acting like fools made. and clowns. So I don't That's know actually why this is kind of perfect. We're yeah, both fools. We're both fools. So I'm dressed as the Joker and Manny's dressed as Harley Quinn. It honestly is really, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling the fantasy. I'm not going to lie. Like even when we were filming TikToks and stuff, I was like, <laughs> Mr. J. Like I was literally. <laughs> Wait, one more time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't, I cannot mimic the Joker. What would he say right now? Honestly, I don't right? know. He would just <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Lord, that was actually pretty good for a, a giggle. That was actually pretty so fucking scared. good. I'm like low-key kind of turned on right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, har I'm Harley. I'm kind of turned I on I practiced it for 30 minutes in the bathroom before we started. <laughs> Did you really? No, absolutely you, not. Like, no, absolutely not. You guys, we're actually really, really excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about some serious topics. We are going to hit with some topics, serious things first. But our main course. Of course. Is pretty much. Halloween. Is Halloween. We want to tell spooky stories of things that have happened to us personally. Yes. And just kind of like, we want this to be like a fun Halloween episode where it's like, it's the holiday. So like, why not kind of go there with it? Yeah. Hence us being dressed up. Like, let's talk about our favorite Halloween memory, our favorite Halloween candy, our favorite Halloween movie, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for Halloween, all through my childhood, I went as a cat like every year. Oh, yes, still you now. Shocking. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. You also have four cats. Only four. So only, only Laura's four. gonna literally be the cat lady next door with 50 cats. It's true. They're all adopted from the shelter though. They're all, I know. Sh they're shelter babies. And they're so sweet. Mm. Some of them. <laughs> Some Sweet of them. to me, to my guests, they're yes. not, you know, they're selective. They're selective. They all like Manny pretty good. No, they do. Like they're they they're cool with me. But they're, I'm also like literally been around for like It only five took years. Peach five years to get used to. That's you. it. Yeah. That's all. Just five Just fucking five. years. That's it. No, literally, you guys. So by the way, for the serious topic we're gonna talk about, we kind of wanted to talk about the Brian Laundry situation the, going on, the Alec Baldwin the situation Alec Baldwin with situation. a gun on set, and then lastly, there's also like a, a, a new one that we just saw on mm -hmm. TikTok. That was about a TikToker murdering like his girlfriend. And oh, he didn't murder the child, just the girlfriend, but she had a child. Or was it his ex-wife? I don't know. They no. could have been in a relationship. We'll have to we'll have to go over that one again fully. But yeah, you know, we so we wanted to kind of talk about that and just kind of say like we wanted to. It's not attached to this podcast episode. Like it's not because it's Halloween. We're talking it about just death. so happened that there are a yeah. lot of serious very sad stories going mm -hmm. on which we're gonna get more serious on and yeah. we're gonna talk about those first but the fun part is gonna be towards the, the end the, towards the end the halloween portion but we do want to kind of cover the topics going on in you know obviously pop culture and social media and things and like that and it just happens to be a lot of violent deaths it's honestly horrible and horrible. horrific and it's crazy how it's like this is the time that it's happening because it is like more of a spooky time yeah so it's weird yeah it is weird today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. But before we get into that. But before we get into that. How was your week? My week was good. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? I went to Arizona this week, last week. Oh, yeah. Week. You went yes. to the Grand Canyon. So I went to the Grand Canyon because it's been on my bucket list my whole life. Just because. Your whole life? My whole life. Wow. I feel like there's only a few places I can and I can remember or think of that's like monumental in America. Like, uh-huh. listen, there's like a million of them. It's one of the wonders of the world. But isn't it? it's like, yes, exactly. But there's only a few I can think of that I know because I don't know a lot. I literally don't know any. anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. But I've always wanted to go, and I really appreciate nature. I love Yosemite. I love mm, all nature vibes. Camping. I love. Mm, I mean, honestly, you have to tell them like how. It was, okay, let though. me just explain. You have to, you have to give them like the let real tea you the and the lowdown. First, I want to start off with saying I wasn't prepared for this trip because I didn't understand what I was getting myself into. Absolutely. Okay, so Ty books this campsite. It's called Under Canvas. Is that what it was Ty? It was Under Canvas. That's the name of the place. Okay. It was like two thousand dollars for two nights. What the fuck? So I'm thinking. Are you joking? I'm not joking. Two K for and it's two because nights. we got. A nicer tent. Miss Ty me. booked it. Ty okay, booked yeah, it. Yeah. And he knew I was a well, little. Well, Tyler I'm- loves to spend money. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, honestly, don't even try to play. Like, you'd be loving to spend the coin. Don't Manny's try me. over here outing you. I'm outing Tyler. He loves to shop. So I'm like, okay, 
he's clearly got me the bougiest campsite on earth. Of course. If it costs that much. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking I don't need to bring much. And Ty's honestly kind of thinking of the same thing. We didn't right. really go deeply into the fine print. We're mm-hmm. like, you get what you pay for. Right. Not so much in this case. Oh, okay. So wait, explain. <laughs> so I only packed like a little sweatshirt hoodie and some uh-huh. leggings to uh-huh. wear to the Grand Canyon and then to Sedona the next day. Not much stuff. And like, that's it. And like a plug-in phone charger, mm-hmm. 19 pounds of like makeup. Like necessity, like the necessities. A hairdryer, like my Dyson Airwrap. You brought all that shit with I you? I brought You're fucking me. lying. Like I was expecting to be able to get glam. You brought a Dyson Airwrap to the camp site? With the different exchangeable tops, including guys, a straightener, curling iron, I'm and multiple not brushes. Doing this. I'm not doing this with her right now. So this now. is the trip I think I'm preparing for. And then okay. we get there and it's like really pretty and like bougie. So I'm still mm-hmm. into it. And then we get to our room and it's getting really cold. Obviously, it's the desert and they warmed us. Right. So I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> like where's the heater? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so so is it like cold as fuck? Like how cold are we talking? It got down to 26 degrees that okay. night. Okay. No, absolutely. So you're not. not. Yeah, you're going to need some like real clothes if you're going to be experiencing this. Yes. So it's like one of those metal iron stoves that you put wood in. Yes, like the olden days, like a casket iron. And you like figure out your own fire. And that's how you heat the room, which. Baby, that's too primeval. I'm a fucking idiot. What's primeval? I I, I, I said the wrong word. Medieval. Medieval. And like primordial. what i'm saying <laughs> i mix the words but that's too it's too much Mm-mm, because the, the thing cruise. is you can't t- my fireplace turns on with a light switch of course it is <laughs> okay. of course that's the 21st century now though. growing up my father always made us fires in the fireplace yeah, of course, so right. i was a kid i wasn't allowed to make fires mm-hmm. um for sakes of burning down the house so we did make our own fires my whole life growing up we didn't have a fancy fireplace mm-hmm. the fancy you would fireplace- start a fire I feel you like would be the bitch that would start a fire. Absolutely. Like if we're That's trapped the in the problem. woods, I'm going to figure shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But the problem with this one is we believe their chimney was was stuffed because every time we started the fire, it filled the entire <laughs> tent with black smoke. <laughs> I would have to run out of the tent and evacuate. Stop. Yes. And so we would open up the tent to let this pounds of smoke out which mind you my hair my everything. body everything Your I chonies. Owned, my freaking chonies my socks smelled no. like campfire <laughs> strongly like so strong and so we would have to open up the tent and let every bit of heat out to get the smoke out it was just like a chaotic mess for two morons no not like for we two were, fools we were not prepared and then like there's no light switches there's what? like a lantern that so, you put like fire in no <laughs> how do lanterns work off a battery you're lying. Yeah, so like one lantern and then to charge. I thought lanterns are like no with gasoline and shit. Like you like it's like the olden days, like you have a lantern like going I'm through. I'm surprised they didn't a have ghost that. Town this was like a, a technical lantern. Ooh. I guess that's the bougie part of this. Okay, got <laughs> Their lanterns are electric, electric lanterns. <laughs> Yay! Electric. And so, you know, it, there's no plugins, no electricity, right. no Wi-Fi, and here's the thing. So you're roughing it. Essentially. I was, you're roughing it for you two thousand really, dollars. For two thousand dollars, you're roughing it. I thought it was two thousand. Okay, one thousand for two not nights. That's bad. not nearly as bad as two thousand. I made it two. way more dramatic. I thought it was two thousand. Laura so, be doing that though. She'd be acting, adding to the stories, adding a thousand per day. Was it a good story or not? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll give you this. Okay, so it was 1,000. So it's not as bad, but Still I thought bad. it was 2,000 in my head. So the whole time in my brain, I'm thinking this isn't a real camping trip when it right. was. And the whole point is it would have been great if I would have known I was going on a real camping trip because I would have gotten all my You'd work. Been prepared for it. I would have prepared. I would have gotten all my work done before mm-hmm. I went knowing there's no Wi-Fi. I'm fine with no Wi-Fi. I just need to know if there's not going to be Wi-Fi. Got it. So I'm, you're prepared for it. Exactly. Because yeah. I had a bunch of work to do. So me and Ty are literally like streaming in the you're clubhouse. At like fucking that McDonald's. night. Yeah. Oh, I was at McDonald's. Literally at McDonald's. They were like texting. She's like, I'm at McDonald's right now. I'm texting you. This is the only time I have service. And because like, I couldn't, I couldn't even what charge anything. I of? also would have like pre-charged everything knowing there was no plugins and like, that's it for the electricity. Uh-huh. Like I would have went there with everything charged. Right. And, like, ready because I a didn't portable do, charger. I didn't know. I just didn't know. I mean, who would have known? Yeah. You're going to know. So you know what we did? They're not going to know. They're going to know. They're not going to know. Okay, so how, what did you do? How would they know? <laughs> how would they know? So I, me and Ty made the executive decision that we uh, might need to book a hotel. Yeah, I think at that point when it's 26 degrees in the room. Froze the, to death that night. In the tent. No when there's fire. No heat. no heat. Just a piece of fabric. And not only that, you have to sign a waiver that like if a coyote or any animal comes and murders you, that <laughs> literally it's on you. Got That's it. That's a you issue. Okay, guys. So this is like, this is literally, we're in Brave Wilderness right now. We're in Brave Wilderness. Like we're literally Coyote Pearson Brave Wilderness. Yes. And you don't understand how loud outside night time is whenever you're in a tent like it's just a piece of fabric so you hear right. everything so all night i'm literally thinking a coyote's gonna grow barge thumbs, in unzip the tent right and come and get in the bed with me the fact that you slept in a tent with fabric i haven't i haven't been in a tent with like fabric and i would say dead ass like 15 years probably same probably same for real for real dead like 15 ass, probably years. same and the thing is i kind of would be excited to do it again in the summertime and like knowing what cold. i'm getting into yeah, so totally. i'm like all my work is done everything's charged right. let's rough it Woo! not in the dead of winter and not me not being prepared I'd rather die. What would you do? I would die, babes. I know. know You would have died before me. I would have died before Laura for sure. I am not the biggest camper. Mm -hmm. If I don't know if we can all assume that about me. I don't think we should make assumptions here. I agree. If you make an assumption, you know, it's making acid of you and me. I know I probably sound like a little bitch snob. Okay, Laura, I would literally be fucking fainting in 26 degree weather with a piece of fabric that's only blocking me from the outside wind. You cannot take me from a bed one night and just throw me into the wilderness. Like I need- You need to prepare yourself. I need to prepare myself for this. Like if you're a bitch, then I'm a baby back bitch. Like I don't know, like I would not last well in that situation. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I know that about myself. Uh, maybe and I'm prepared. I should be more confident, maybe. I feel so ashamed that I left. Don't be ashamed. I should be like, I couldn't do it. I was fucking out there. I'm a pussy bitch and I couldn't do it. But like, honestly, like there's nothing to be ashamed about. Like, that's like, you just didn't, like the thing is, if you're used to a certain way, especially because like you, you, you get cold really fast, really oh, easily. And you're like literally God. like drowning when it's cold. That's it's like, you cannot handle me it. Me and Manny argue about the most. Literally. If we, the only thing we argue about is like, I want it to be cold and she wants it to be hotter. He so runs hot. I run cold. It literally is like, I understand this about you specifically that yeah. like, if you're cold, like, it's a big issue. The cold was breaking me. Yeah. I would have, that you would have been at your breaking point. Yeah. I was honestly ill and Ty was too. And so we hiked the whole Grand Canyon and the thought what that the we were going to have to fucking go back to this tent and sleep in the cold like, another it's night. It's time to get a room. No shower. We nope. were like, it's time to get a room. We're going to Sedona the next day anyway. So it was like going to cut our drive that night. We could do the drive that night and just wake up there. Yeah. And spend more time in Sedona. So we, I was like, great, book that bitch. 
Honestly, I would have done the same shit. And like dead ass. Literally grabbed my shit. Didn't even ask for my money back or anything because I'm like, we booked it. It's our, like we. It's, it's like your fuck we up. We didn't. It was our fuck up. Yeah. So like we were like, whatever. You're like keep the money. Keep like, the money, be baby. Bitch. Yeah. We're out. And so they closed the camp <sighs> down this weekend because they said it's too cold for guests. Great. I was like, couldn't you have closed it a week <laughs> before? Oh my god! When I was god. there freezing my fucking tits off. It is cute in theory. Your and nipples I think were as hard as rocks, weren't they? Cold as a witch's titty in a brass bra. No, yes. a witch's titty in a brass. I'm yes. not Laura. That's a new one for is me. It? A witch's titty in Cold a brass bra. Cold as a witch's bra. titty in a brass bra. Honey. Like I know they were taking out like this needles. <gasps> you got <laughs> diamonds. With diamonds. Those I was dying. Now that half the podcast is on this camping trip, what do you, what happened to you this week? <laughs> uh, this weekend, what did I do this weekend? You know what? A cool thing I did this weekend was I actually went and did a podcast with Harry, Jesse. Ooh, so we talked so a little bit about, about this, this last week. Yes, last week and how we, ta- we talked about like him using, you know, a homophobic slur. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't really talk about it. Maybe I did. But I, I called him that day and I was like, yo, I'm disappointed in you. And like I let him know like what I was feeling. And I was like, this is like kind of unfortunate because we just did this collaboration together and I didn't get this like homophobic vibe from you, you know? And yeah. like, I don't think he's a homophobe. I don't. Um, and so I was, I told, I told him, I was like, I'm not going to do the podcast with you because mm-hmm. I just don't feel comfortable like mm-hmm. doing that. And, you know, I was just checking in on him, making sure he was okay. And then I was like, you know what? I would rather almost use this as an example mm-hmm. and go on the podcast. So I ended up changing my mind. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to come on the podcast and I want to talk and have like a, a real ass conversation about what it means to say the F word as a slur, slur. you know, as a homophobic slur. And it's like, you know, I think that we had this like really just deep ass conversation about what it meant. And he was very receptive. He was, he's the type of person where it's like, he knows he fucked up and he wants to do better. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I'm not going to, like, I obviously am disappointed in what he had said, but I'm not going to not be there for someone that wants to grow and learn from a situation. Because you don't support cancel culture. Because I don't support cancel culture. And I've been canceled before and I know what it's like. And so I think for me, because I have this like massive empathy for people going through things like this, mm-hmm, I'm like, too. let me talk to you in real life. Let me be there for you as, as a person. Let me help you get through something and like I'll keep you accountable as a friend. I'm not, you know, and if, if pub and publicly too, if you want to be, yeah, like if you want me to come on the podcast and like tell you how it is, baby, I'll tell you how it the fuck right. it is. You'll be a real so friend. So I'll be a real ass friend. I'll be a real ass bitch and I'll tell you what it's like. So I did that with him and he was really receptive of it. The podcast went up and I'm hoping that it's getting good feedback. So that was kind of what I did this weekend. And I was, I was happy to be able to do it because I think it's important again to have these conversations, especially if he has like a more predominantly straight audience, Yeah, you know, especially things they like that. Like they too. need to hear what, like the root of the word and why it's not appropriate and how it demasculates gay men mm-hmm. and makes people seem like it's, they're less than Absolutely. when it's, they're that's, not. Yeah. When gay people aren't less than straight yeah. people. So I think that's kind of, a big part of it and mm-hmm. i think that it was a really 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 productive conversation and i'm glad we were able to have it and even though i had already had it with him off camera it was nice to be able to have it on camera as well i think well. it was awesome you chose to do it very commendable you. of you because like you originally didn't want to which shows that you know you didn't want to jump on this situation you didn't want to be a part of it but then totally you, yeah you thought about it was like you know what i want to like use this as a moment to make a great point as yeah. a gay man mm-hmm. for your community and every community to totally. learn from this and well, I, like I wanted to be there like, for him yeah and you're part of the process though of people learn of him learning from this and the audience learning from this exactly community learning from this absolutely and i was like i, I was like how can i i can't just like go back to being like willy-nilly hang out with you da 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 like that's like fucking over my my community and like also, as i'm not respecting my to, own like self. to our audience though watching like we have a different 
view of cancellation and we have yeah. more empathy towards anyone who's canceled. Mm-hmm. We don't always condone what they did or agree I with what they did. I never condone what they do. <laughs> 99% I do not condone anything that people do. But when you've been canceled, which I'm pretty sure most people watching have not experienced firsthand right. being canceled by the whole internet. Mm-hmm. But until you do, you will look at it differently. If always. you were, you will always look at it differently. And I know like most people will never be canceled because totally. you know, you're not putting yourself like in uh, crazy situations and things happening with the internet. But if you do, and I, I know we just, I just speak for me and Manny, it's it's different. It changes everything. It changes, it changes you as a human. As a human, you'll change. You'll look at situations different. So mm-hmm. just so you guys know where we're coming from on why we don't support cancellation and like how we navigate it now, it's so different. Before Absolutely. I would more so jump on a bandwagon and be like, yeah, bad. And now I'm like, let's just hear people out because they're human beings too. And I know what mm-hmm. it feels to be on the back end of that. And it's, a lot of it's not fair. And a lot of times, like, a lot of things are misconstrued and a lot of things are wrong. Yes. And I think that during our situation, a lot of what, things were was, so... Things are still misconstrued. So like, I still bad. have seen people talk about Dramageddon. Same. And so many of the facts are wrong and so much didn't happen that mm-hmm. said has happened. So yep. many credible articles have been written with a lot of non-truths in it and it just catches, like, wildfire and... That's it why it's just, yeah, it becomes snowball effect and mm-hmm. it's like becomes like undeserving situations for the mm-hmm. person who did do something wrong. Totally. You know? And we're not saying that they don't do anything wrong. Again, like we don't condone these behaviors, but they, I think at the end of the day for us, we've at people in real life fuck up every single day. Every single day. Every single day. day. People do wrong shit. Every all single day the there are people time. saying that are F slur. Every Absolutely. single saying day. Every slur. Yes. Like literally every slur. And like they, they don't give a fuck about it because mm-hmm. they're not in the public eye in that yes. way. And they just don't care. Yeah. So I think that like at the end of the day when you think about it in that way, it's like everyone does stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And that means that people that are recording their life are gonna do stupid ass shit too. Exactly. And then they're you gonna, gonna get, get caught up. You're they're gonna get caught they're up. They're gonna get caught up. And that doesn't excuse their behavior by no. any means and i understand when you're online you have this big platform so you are more responsible mm-hmm. but look at the punishment you get it's different absolutely it's a it's a different thing and i think that whereas most people I'm, don't get a punishment at all for it uh, totally their behavior. they're just like fuck it yeah especially they have yes people around them and their whole group is being like shitty then it's like okay well they're just a they're just an echo chamber of themselves yeah you know and i think that with this situation for me i was like i can hold him accountable as a friend mm-hmm. and as a fellow influencer as and be like, and as someone who is in the LGBTQ plus community and I, I can hold him accountable, but I don't need to counsel him. Exactly. Cause I know this is a, a situation where it's like, you're not a bad person. Yeah. I can tell you're not a bad person. You fucked up. You fucked up. And I want this book to be taken out of your vocabulary fully. But at the end of the day, everyone fucks up mm-hmm. and there's, Everyone does stupid ass shit and it doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but you can at least be a human being and reach out there when they're hurting and hear their side from, the, of the situation as well. Yeah. Cause so, they're human. Cause we, and we both, we've both been there, baby. We, we hello. both been there. We have been there and we are, we're just more empathetic now. We're empathetic humans. Well, we're going to jump into a few more topics, but first mm-hmm. we're going to take a, a break. break. We're going to take a break and, you we, and we're going to be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. And we are back. Back in the brows are filled. Hi. Hi. Okay, guys, so we are back. And we wanted to kind of talk about a couple of subjects that are a little bit more on the serious side. But we do feel it's important to talk about, especially... You know, I mean, honestly, everything that we're talking about is really, really serious. Um, but the first Especially one is about the camping situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about these situations are serious. The these camping, are the, not, not so, so much. much. Um, but the first one we want to talk about is Alec Baldwin. I'm sure a lot of you guys know by now that Alec Baldwin um, accidentally shot shot a someone. gun on set, and it ended yes. up killing a photographer, cinematographer, and injuring the director. Which is crazy because like things like this like should not be happening on Hollywood sets. Right. Big budget sets like this should not be even a thing. And I, my first question was, you know, obviously, why was the gun loaded? And Ty was like, well, a 
blank creates an explosion, but nothing comes at you. Like mm-hmm. it just creates a bang, you know, like a gun went right. off and it's supposed to create that illusion. Well, he said if there is anything at all lodged in one of those guns, even rust, rust, anything, uh-huh. it will come out and it can injure or kill someone. So we don't know that for a fact, but like, cause I was just asking like, how could this happen? He was saying it wasn't necessarily a bullet in the gun. I don't know if it was or I not. No, it, I, it wasn't. It and wasn't. I, it was I think something. That we also have Ty here, by the way. Tyler, Ty, check, you check. Say Tyler, hello. say hello. What's up, guys? We I'm have here him here as our uh, fact check. Fact checking the fools. We have fool number three. Fact checking the fools. Fact checking the fools. Fact checking the fools. Guys, I'm seeing that. reports that are saying it's a bullet. And, <gasps> but like, I, I don't know if they're assuming it's a bullet. Okay. okay. But I did see a report where they said they're still investigating it. So I keep well, people saying bullet, so I'm not sure. Some people aren't. Okay, got it. So it's like yes and no. Yeah. I, I had like saw this thing about it being that that's the shitty part about things like this happening is that like a lot of people don't even know like the ins and outs of what's going on and they're just making assumptions for titles to and get it out faster become real. and the assumptions become real like for me I heard that like oh it's rust and now it's like oh it's a bullet it's like well what is it actually yeah like, uh, what impelled the people so basically the thing the issue that's blowing up with this is there is reports of a lot of negligence that happened on Mm -hmm. that set before the gun went off and this incident happened the gun had happened to actually have gone off three separate times and it wasn't supposed to so there were three different moments when the gun discharged and it shouldn't have on set so the crew is already like okay this set is being they said it was being rushed the film uh-huh, was being rushed uh-huh. the whole thing like the whole production was being it was rushed was a mess it was and it was mess. like hello we need safety protocols and that was not happening safety protocols weren't happening so then you know it's like who gets in trouble for this and and apparently people left oh yes. so, like, so like so some of the crew actually ended up leaving because they said it's not because it was set. an unsafe work environment yeah. and usually there is someone on set that handles guns right and so like that's actually a thing i forgot what they're called tyler what are they called Give us that tea. Um, I believe it was the armorer. An armorer. armorer. So an armorer is there to handle firearms. Then who the fuck was the armorer? Or but was there not one? No, so there was one. <gasps> one that there was one. And two, apparently this is hearsay. What they say is that the producer handed out like the gun and not the <gasps> armorer. So it was kind of like, okay, well, you kind of beat around the bush around what like the protocols are when there is someone there you, for that specifically. Did Do you think the producer handed the gun so they wouldn't have to go all through the armorer? Or, Maybe. I mean, it's just like a weird situation. It's just weird though. It's like, well, why, like, well, I don't understand like why it would even happen in the first place. And now like, look what ha- what's happened. It's been like a terrible tragedy that like could have been so avoided. It literally took someone's life and then someone right yeah. now is super injured. And, and um, also the Alex Baldwin is could face jail time. That's a lot of yes. speculation. Because actually, so this is something I found out recently was that he is an like is he an executive producer. He's an executive. He's an producer executive producer on, the set. on, and I what is it called Rust? Uh huh. So I think that's why I got Rust confused. So I think oh, okay. that the the project is called Rust, Rust, not that it was Rust in the Gun, but um the fact that he was in charge. The crazy charge. thing is the movie has to do with accidental deaths. You're joking. I'm not joking. So, so it was a curse set. Yeah, it was like a curse set. A neg- lot of negligence happening. A lot of rushing the film whenever you're dealing with firearms. And now it took someone's life. You know, this is so major. At first I was like, how could he possibly face jail time over an accident? Right. But I didn't realize all the other things were happening as well. I had no idea. I had no idea that there were other instances where it going off. I had no idea that he was the EP on the project. Yeah. I had no idea that he could be held responsible for it because it was his set essentially. Exactly. As an executive producer. It's like, right. you know, there's obviously like different, different levels 
levels when it comes to people on set and executive producer is one of the highest, mm-hmm. if not the highest yeah. uh, situation. So I think that, you know, it could be, he could be liable for the situation because it was his set. So do you want to talk about Brian Laundry now? Because this story is where things get really crazy. Because it's getting, it's getting hairy. It's, it's getting, getting fucking really hairy. hairy. So as we know, with Gabby was murdered by Brian Laundry in mm-hmm. Wyoming. He drove mm-hmm. back to Florida. Then he went missing from his parents' house. Right, but see, you have to. We have to bring up the the fact too about like the drive, the car drive off thing. Talk about that's something the car I drive. didn't know. I didn't either. Um, and this is like a more of a recent uncovery for me was the fact that apparently, so Brian was at his parents' house in Florida, right? And the police, like, they were suspecting him, but he wasn't like a person of interest, and they were they weren't like so they weren't watching him. him, they weren't videotaping they're, exactly. So and they, they weren't, weren't like doing holding all, on to yeah, because they weren't sure yet, which I completely disagree with but that's i mean that's that's like the legal system for you yeah um and there's a lot of issues in that in itself but apparently one of the nights is brian drove off in his car Mm -hmm. and his mustang is that what is his mustang Mm -hmm. drove off the next morning the car came back Mm -hmm. i believe it was like tyler was it the next day um, it was a few days later. A few uh, days the later, way, they were surveillancing him. <gasps> they were surveillancing oh, yeah. him. Okay, got it. So they were. So they were. So they were surveillancing him, but they weren't like they weren't I, I keeping think they him. They were just surveillancing his house just to keep up with his comings and goings. Okay. So like when he left for some reason, they didn't follow him. But then they thought that he came back, but it was actually his mom that came back. So she came back in a baseball cap. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm thinking what the fuck like You're is that are you not trying to impersonate him in some way yeah like make it look like car. oh look it's me driving and the what car were you back. guys doing for all of those days and where did he and like where, where did, he, did go? he go and that's the whole point is like he left that night the the car shows up several days later the mom's returning it with a baseball cap and he's nowhere to be found right and then and here we are now to like where we are now and it's like remains have been found so the police have been searching the swamp land they use for for days and days policemen on foot foot feet mm-hmm. dogs animals to sniff it out drones yep. to start like they have like comb through the surface this place where they think he may be i believe his parents told them that it's one of his favorite spots so that's why they specifically went really got it good and through the spot so one day his parents are like um we want to help the search for our son so we're going to jump in and join and after days in them searching this area in less than one hour the parents find his remains Without the police there. Without the police there. No one's there but the parents and they find the remains. By themselves and they claim they couldn't find law enforcement officers whenever they found the remains. So, did Ty, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they find some of his like book bag and items? So they picked it up and moved it from the site to give to the police to be like, see, we found it. I did not see where they picked up and moved it. Mm. Okay. If you saw that, I, I, I saw that somewhere where they were. They, I just saw where they found. They were the ones that found it, and they didn't have anybody with them. Like law enforcement when was they not found with them it. when they found it. But they found it by themselves. It. But they brought law enforcement. See, over. but that's the part that it starts to get a little. So there's a mm, lot of speculation. Like, honestly, all the reports coming out are very vague and it's mm-hmm. a sensitive case and police are doing what they can at this mm-hmm. time. So they're not releasing all the information to protect the case as they should. Totally. But so we're having to kind of fill in the spots, but that's all that's been released. But the problem is the Internet's going, wait a minute. How 
How did the parents find the body in less than an hour when they had been searching the same area for days with like see, tools? See, and... there wasn't the body found. It was. Oh, yeah. It was s- remains. It was re- body remains. And there was like a partial skull. Mm-hmm. There was. A, and like they say that they identified that it was Brian through dental records, which is where I'm getting a little like, OK, this is more. I mean, I've seen this around. It's my own personal speculation, but I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm like, well, what if it's the. The parents like pull out your teeth, pull out some teeth, like do something like maybe the, the skulls are random fracture and some like someone else's we need skull. To, we need to like know more like we need, we to, need know, more to the story, like how much skull was found and like what right. what what did that situation of bones look like? Because it specifically said the autopsy, they will never be able to reveal the cause of death because they found bones like they said they found right. bones. But also not like would he be fully like a full body? But see, by the by the time now, like in a more anatomical way. Would his body have completely decomposed and just show bone now? I don't know. I think that I don't depends think it on would. like how much they found and like if it was in the swamp the whole time, was it underwater for a okay. month? But at that same time, I don't know if a no, body see, if, would if, decompose in a swamp over a nope, month. It, it wouldn't because it would blow up and it uh, would get yeah. to this point where it's like swollen and filled Isn't with that fluids and stuff like that. Specific. I can't remember I think what it it's is. called. I can't either. But that's why I'm like, to me, it doesn't make sense where it's like, so in a month, the, the body is completely decomposed to only bone. Yeah. Whereas like people in caskets, let's say, stay This is for exactly a long time. why I don't think the re- the police are giving any specifics on anything in the reports because, because the they know like they know no because they know there's so much more to this so they Got can't it. uncover like everything okay yeah that makes sense because they like, don't there's want so much to, to it uh-huh they don't want it to get like mess up their case and the case is honestly such a huge case at this point where mm-hmm. everyone really is speculating and trying to help and i think that it is one of those situations where people are helping like they're trying mm-hmm. to do what they can anytime for you bring up Gabby. a conversation about something tragic that happened it hits the press and then it puts a little more pressure on the police to get the job done. Exactly. And that's just how things work. The more press things get, the bigger, you know, weight is on the authorities back. Absolutely. And the fact that they've uncovered like what, nine bodies? Nine bodies. While searching for Gabby's in like that area or something like that. Which makes me so sad. Like those humans count just as much as anybody. And it seems Mm -hmm. like, like why? But because this has such a huge press, quote unquote, hit. Yeah. That it seems like the police are just like so after, after this, this case. But it makes me so sad. But it's it's honestly nine devastating. Nine bodies. That's crazy. But nine. Like obviously there must have been missing person cases in some way, and they found nine bodies. How did they find nine? I don't know. Were they all in the same area? I wonder. I'm not exactly sure what area right. they were found in, but during the search for Gabby, I believe is what they had found oh nine different God. bodies. Um, and so I was just like, how horrifying How the fuck it's honestly so tragic and terrible. I personally, this is now we're now we're getting into my personal speculation because mm-hmm. I'm starting to get into a little speculation here is I feel like Brian is alive mm-hmm. and I feel like he's on the run and his parents know exactly where the hell he is and that they have all planned this situation where it's like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to plant some of your, let's say some of your teeth, a random fractured skull from someone else, like just different things, your book bag, all these random things. And we're going to make it seem like you've disappeared and yeah. you've died. And these are your remains. Cause it's like, and the teeth. only time they had time to perhaps maybe again, speculation plan it there is while searching since police have been covering the area for so long, they wouldn't have time to go out and plan it. So they had to do it while searching for the body when, no police were around because and that's after an like hour a, of looking after an hour of looking it's like it does see for it, me the math ain't math the math ain't math because it just doesn't make sense i'm like how the flying fuck does this happen in this quick amount of time and it's just all coincidence like the, th- the thing is like 
coincidences happen for sure but like this is such a huge coincidence that i'm like whenever mm. things are this sensitive this big and this serious i don't necessarily believe in coincidence coincidences right, right. especially during this situation it you doesn't can't make sense. give me a coincidence in a situation like this because i'm gonna start thinking things i i mean so i i personally think he's on the run like this is honestly yeah. like a real life you situation i think this the police season so like it tells it's me freaky. the police know more and are i think onto the situation because they're not releasing much information which yeah. tells me they're like oh no this isn't case closed like we know more this we know more but i'm glad that the, the case isn't closed me too because it's like they have to figure out like what's going what on where happened. he is and like even though they found remains that doesn't mean that it's necessarily if it him. does come out that the speculations are true this is going to be seriously such a wild story that the parents yeah. would do that honestly it's horrible i think i mean at the end of the day like gabby deserves justice yeah and like this like if it really was him mm -hmm. and it is all his and he's passed like it's like she never got the justice that she deserved mm -hmm. you know because he never got to serve time and really like deal with the repercussions of what he actually did yeah um and i think that that's like one of the most tragic things absolutely honestly. it's horrible absolutely well manny tell us about a tiktok you stumbled right. across so I stumbled, so I stumbled upon a tiktok and i was just kind of scrolling and i saw a news reporter from san diego mm -hmm. and she was reporting on a story from a, a famous tiktoker who has like this happened in california yes in san diego it literally in san diego. It happened in san diego because it's a san diego reporter reporting on it she was basically saying that there is this famous tiktoker who essentially murdered someone and in san diego i'm gonna pull up the tiktok specifically because yeah, i'm like this TikTok. is like a thing it's a fucking thing and i was like the fact that this is like an actual tiktoker with uh, like what i think 900,000 followers like a big tiktoker and he murdered and he murdered like his girlfriend is literally it's not being insane. talked about a lot by the way no i haven't i honestly haven't heard anyone talk about it at all yeah and that's when i'm like wait what's going on so i'm searching for it right now so what happened was it was this guy in san diego who like has almost a million followers on tiktok and it was his actual so i had said earlier i think that was the girlfriend but it was actually his, his wife. wife and, and his wife has together. been in a bunch of his tiktoks and mm -hmm. his family's been in his tiktoks to yep. obviously help his tiktok career right. he has like he has pinned tiktoks from like that like 15 million views on them like With like family it's like a well like a known tiktoker person so what happened was apparently she was going to divorce him he asked for the divorce asked for a divorce and so it was like i think he literally went crazy because she asked for the divorce mm -hmm. and she kicked him out of the apartment. He, he made copied a, a key. He copied a key to the apartment and he downloaded an app onto his kid's iPad mm -hmm. that would allow them him to, to listen hear in. and mm -hmm. listen in. On like what's going on in the house. Mm -hmm. And so like, he busted in, I believe. He heard Amel's voice. Yes. He and waited and he heard like another man in the apartment, I believe mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And when he heard that, he went there, he busted in, he killed his wife, killed the man that was there with him. They haven't identified who that man was. And then he went and so then he confesses to his mother. They caught surveillance. On surveillance. Uh -huh. Confessed like he murdered Them. his wife and and the picks other man. Up, then he pick up his, kid, picks from up his kid. kid from school. Then he picks up the daughter from school. And then they find him on the side of the freeway. Like. And the judge, oh he they have him in custody right now. And the mm -hmm. judge did not grant him bail. But see, the thing is, I'm not seeing a lot of people talking about this. Nothing. And this is, again, and this, this story, is one of those, like, what the fuck this situations. This is another situation. Yeah. Horrifying. And it's like, 
the see for me like the part i just feel the hardest for is the daughter she doesn't have she a mom just lost or her dad mom, and her dad is now i mean like prison, my god be, like sure, you go over, or death penalty. your life being flipped upside down overnight and like does that mean she has to go into the system now like there's yeah. like obviously so many different situations that are just it's so sad to see that this is like what's happening happening yeah and I feel like I wouldn't have seen it unless like I saw it from the TikTok. Yeah. You know, and I'm not seeing anyone talking about like it on socials. I know so much more that's happening and like see so much more because of TikTok. Like there's so many incredible news sources that mm -hmm. do report things and show proof of things on TikTok. I'm not saying mm -hmm. TikTok is necessarily a credible a news super source. Credible source. It totally. has just as many lies as it does truth, but it's like good to know what's happening around you and it's good to know what's happening in the world. Well, especially if it's provable, like let's say a, a story happens on TikTok and you go on Twitter, it's trending on Twitter and you go to a reputable source and it's like, this is what's happening mm -hmm. then it's like okay tiktok did provide in this moment uh -huh. a quick resource for me and so we kind of just wanted to talk about that a little bit and i'm hoping that he gets completely anni annihilated by the legal system me too and for him to murder his wife and this the mother man of his child. he didn't even know like this man yep the man that was there just life taken like who who knows if he even knew what he was walking into i'm right. sure he didn't neither of them did and now his life's gone and, and you know you have to think about their families too like the shock they must be in right now mm -hmm. like that's so crazy and it was your husband like how can you marry someone and kill that person like how could it's, a human possibly do that i just in general, like the idea of that even happening or, you know, murder or anything like that is just the most like far fetched thing far -fetched in my mind. Thing? I like, don't I understand. Can't even fathom or imagine. Like, because even like, let's say, like watching like a true crime doc about mm -hmm. actual crimes happening and a murder, and it's like, how did this person get to this point? Like, what was not, How? what was missing? There's a Netflix documentary. It's super popular, but it's mm -hmm. about a man who killed his pregnant wife and his two daughters. He was cheating with another woman, kind of wanted that new life moment. Uh -huh. And so he killed his pregnant wife and two daughters. How? Are you fucking talking about the, and they find them in like the well? Uh, yes. Yes, people, this happened. Or that literally make, like that made me sick. Made me so but fucking ill. Even watching the documentary, to me, that guy seemed. He seemed checked out, I'll say, but I don't understand. Where, what the was fuck? Was he cheating? Yeah, he was cheating. Like, I forgot the exact. Tyler, if you want to look that up, though, that would be gorgeous of what it's actually called on Netflix if you guys want to see it and, and, <laughs> and watch it yourselves. But it was this honestly horrific story. And horrific. Like, it shows, like, him, like, his, like, police reports in the beginning. And so, like, oh, my God, I don't know where my wife and kids are. Like, so, like, his acting was mm -hmm. so insane. And he was, like, distraught about his missing wife and missing kids and like the fact like oh my god maybe like i literally just like my my stomach just turned i felt sick because i was remembering when he was talking about like what his like daughter said to him before like he killed them <gasps> that was the worst like that literally oh, makes me feel like my. i just get goosebumps like i feel so fucking sick about it it's so um, dark this situation it's, so, it's a dark it's, situation like i don't even want to say it because i just horrifying. feel like it's so i can't say it um you guys will have to watch the documentary you guys yourself if you guys want to but it's just horrible how someone can be that that mm -hmm. that's like honestly like that's a demon human to human you know yes can do that to someone shocking it's crazy it's, it's so crazy and it's like i don't like were there not signs like is there like 
could this per can someone get help for this kind of situation? Like, what can That's happen? That's what I'm wondering. Obviously, it does have to do with mental health. Of course. Obviously. Most of the time. Most of the time. Um, oh, I see Tyler. Oh, we have answers. How do we have an answer? called American Murder, The Family Next Door. American Murder, Murder the, family the Family Next, next Door. door. That's the that's the Netflix doc. So I watched that one too. And honestly, after watching it, part of me wishes like I never did. Yeah, it's because I felt a so sad, sick sad, about sad it, story. and I was like, I feel physically unwell. Yeah. Um. But if you guys do want to watch, it, of course, like trigger warning. Absolutely, it was very very traumatizing for me. Well, on that note, we are gonna leave that. Put a pin in that. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break, okay. and then we're gonna be back on a little bit of a lighter note because yes. me and Manny are going to tell some spooky stuff that's happened yes. to us. Yes. And we're also going to tell about what we love about the fall Halloween season and Halloween time. Yes, let's get into a campy mode. We're going to camp now, so get ready for camp. We'll be right back. Thank you so much to Smalls for sponsoring this portion of full coverage. You guys, cat food, it's been the same forever. And it's time that we move our cat food from like just little kibble and little hard little pebbles to, you know, get into the 21st century. And that is what Smalls is. I love Smalls cat food for mm. my cats. I, you know, I'm a cat mama yes. and we feed our cats wet food for sure. We always have, but I've always, you know, looked at the ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what's right. You guys, Smalls is the one and my cats actually like it. Smalls was started in 2017 when a couple of guys were at home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. A few short years later, they've served millions of meals to cats around the world. I'm absolutely obsessed with that. I think that it's so cool that they are doing that. And I just, you know, we want to feed our little furry friends the best things that we can feed them. So give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code full for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code full for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and 
authentic agua fresca flavors. Are you kidding me? Baby, you have me at agua frescas. Flavors like Jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me. You know, it just takes me right back to when, you know, I was at family functions and, you know, the, the parties in the backyard. And it just really, just really makes me feel good drinking them, to be quite honest. And I can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar, which is lovely. I personally love their clean ingredients. They're also vegan and gluten-free. They're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily water. So if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out, so if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments, head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. We're back. Bye. All right. So on a lighter note, Minnie, do you want to start since I started with my camp story? I'll let you start. <laughs> what am start. I starting exactly? You're going to tell something spooky that's happened to you. Okay, you know what? I will say one experience. I was probably one of my scariest experiences I felt in real life. You know, we've, we've also had a scary one together. Do you remember? Like, the one with we Tati? Yeah, yeah. The one we with Tati. We never said that it was with Tati. We always said it was with another friend. It's Tati. It was Tati. It was with Tati. We were with Tati Westbrook. We we had gotten. Well, we dinner. thought we were going to get. This was years and years ago, I believe. Yeah, years and years ago. We'll tell that one after. We'll tell that one after. But um, so for me, one of the scariest situations I've ever been in was I actually did a video with Sam and Colby, who are friends of mine. They do like kind of haunted videos they on their have channel. A full blown channel. A full haunted channel. Spooky channel. Spooky. Spooky season channel. Um, and we wanted to do this thing called Going to Hell's Gate, I believe is what it was. And it was with me, Lauren DIY. Love. And Sam and Colby. Great. So we're like, okay, like, let's go do this. Like, let's go find this Hell's Gate and like go through it and like go see what's going on in this space. So like, okay, like, let's go. Let's go do this. Find like this doorway to get there and like get to pass like the threshold to go on and like kind of explore. We go on this like hike to find it. <sighs> We literally were on this hike maybe like three hours. Oh. And it was, it was two in the morning. Oh. So I was getting to the point where I was actually really delusional. Like oh. I was like unwell. Like no. I was exa- no, I was no. exhausted, but not only was I exhausted, I was cold. Because it was like really it's two in the that morning. That would have broke me. I'm freezing, but also exhausted and My tired bedtime, and sweaty. I'm in bed around eight. Yeah. I'm asleep around eleven. Uh-huh. I so don't imagine do cold weather. Me not getting home till what, three, four in the I'm morning? I'm not fascinated by hikes. This would have been oh, my worst nightmare. All. No, literally not at all. And like we had like, so we finally found it. And so we go there. And before we go through like the little gate, there's a ripped up Bible on the ground. Oh, Ripped up Bible, ripped no. up pages. And I was like, okay. Um, uh-uh. Like I was already like feeling very uneasy in that moment. So I'm like, if someone's like ripping up the Bible, like right here and right. Like, we just, like to go. It's like a little bit of a sticky situation. Sticky you know what I mean? There. It's a sticky thing. So I'm like, okay, well we finally got here. This is also like after three hours, I'm like, let's just get to this fucking place. You're over so we it. can like, I'm so exhausted. I'm so over it. So we go through it. We're climbing up the mountain to kind of go farther and see like what it is and like see if we feel energy. I felt like a little cold. I felt like colder there in that area than I did walking. So I was like, that's a little strange to me. Like I felt like a chill and I had like a more of a coldness. And I hear that with like kind of spiritual stuff, demonic. Stop it. You're fucking (laughs) fucking scare me. (laughs) So I hear that with with that kind of stuff. Like if you feel like these cold chills, it's kind of like there's like a spirit, like Mm. a presence. So I was like, okay, that's freaking me out. So we climb to the top of the hill. Someone drives. We have like five. Right, but it's uh, you can't go there. It's like not like you can't By go. Car. 
No, you can't like go up. Like it's like uh, it's like restricted. It's blocked like, off. It's blocked off. Uh, you have to like jump a fence to get there. <gasps> did you so guys jump? Sure the- did. No, I sure fucking did. I want to see your ass jump a fence. I jumped the fucking fence. Oh, like we ran through. Can I it, watch this on YouTube? Of course you can. Yes, I'm gonna watch um, it when I get home. But so we we go through. We jump the fence. And we're up there and we have like flashlight and like, so a car comes up like at the threshold down there and we're kind of seeing it and they're like, Hey, what the fuck are you guys doing up there? And so mind you, by the way, I would say maybe 30 minutes before this, we heard a terrible fight happen. Like maybe a block away. Like we were as in our hike on the street, there was like a fight that happened that was so bad that there was gunshots. (gasps) So we heard gunshot, a gunshot (sighs) fight happening. Cars peel away. Are you And we're like, holy fuck. So not only are we like literally at three in the morning exhausted, we just heard this crazy ass fight. And I'm like, wait, I'm literally about to have an actual, because honestly I'm on the hike with them and I'm like, I'm gonna have a panic attack. Like literally I'm like, I'm gonna freak out. That would really, really scare me. Like I was already scared from that. So when we're up here, they're like, what the fuck you guys doing down there? So we thought it was kind of like a gang fight. Okay. That's kind of what we felt. Like they're like, cause someone was like, people were screaming help. Did you think the car? People were screaming help. Yes. And we're so far deep in the hike. Like we can barely, we can hear like help help me and i'm like manny like you should have like, led are the you story fucking with kidding? that you should have led the story with I, that honestly it's, it's all kind of coming back to me yeah um but they were screaming help and like we were deep in the hike we could so we like we had no by the way no service the n- so our phones aren't working by the way because we're literally in the mountains baby if this was a horror so movie like, you're dying first. I'm, di- I'm dying first obviously the queers get killed first they do and i was full glam oh you were full glam i was full fucking glam I'm yep, hiking yep, for that, three hours. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did you have this wig on? No, but I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just kind of wanted to preface that. So we're up there and the guy's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Come here. And we're like, <gasps> oh my God, it's like a policeman. It was like a police. Yeah, he, I think oh. he said, come here. He was like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing down up there? Yeah. And so we just kind of thought it was a police. So like Sam and Cole, we kind of go down and me and Lauren are up there. And we're kind of like, dude, like, is this it for us? Like, are we fucking done? Because the guy was being super fucking weird. <gasps> Like being like like so, what are you guys doing up there? Like, uh, are you guys like have, this, are you guys by yourself? This security or no? No. Oh hell! It was like, no. are you guys by yourself? Like, what are you guys doing up there? So we thought, I'm like, are we about to get fucking jumped? Because we just heard this crazy ass you fight happen. You think you're about to get your ass? I beat. think I'm about to get my ass fucking wrecked. No. So I'm like, okay, so are we about to die? So me and Lauren, honestly, I'm like, I will never do this again. Like, we, I was like to that oh, point where I was like praying. No. I'm like, please, God, like let us not get fucking would murdered right now. We had heard scared. gunshots, like, I would be so scared, man. So I was literally like on a, I was in a full-blown panic. And so luckily the guy finally ended up leaving. Sam and Colby were like, get the fuck down here now. And we literally ran. No. Ran to our car. No. Because we were like, well, what if they came back? Because they were like, okay, like have a good one, buddy. Do you think it could have been the guy involved in the fight to see if you guys part, heard or saw part something? Of it. Part, I do, to vibe I do you guys think, out? I do think that that was part of it. Just kind of being like, oh, well, what are you guys doing up there? Like, Do you hear anything? Yeah. Like very, they didn't say any, vibes. They didn't say, here, well, do you hear anything? Well, they couldn't be God. stupid like they that be dumb. and I flat out ask but, you. That was like one of those situations where I was like, I've never been in a situation like that scary where I was like fearful of my own life. In I feel a situation like that definitely like that. was not worth the YouTube video. For me, I it mean, was obviously not. Obviously, they were already had filmed it. So no, they for sure. Like, it's it. absolutely. And like, honestly, I love Sam and Colby and yeah. I ride and die for them, period. You and I'll always did their like. their makeup be, recently. Exactly. And I'll mm-hmm. always ride for them. And I'll always like, if they wanted to be like, come do this project with me, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I always, like, they, they hype me up, you know? The but reason I know who they are is happened. because of you. And I watch right. Amber Schroll a lot. Oh, yes. And her and Colby have that thing going. Yes, yes. So, they have, like, they're like little, like. Love affair. Friend affair. Friend affair. Yeah, they're yeah, the friend affair. So, um, that was probably the scariest thing I've ever been through. I've in like never real been life. through anything that scary. I don't that was think 
horrible. Or I may have blocked it out. But I will say this. Should I tell mine? Are we what ready for mine? What is yours? Okay. <laughs> mine yeah, is, so mine's over. Yeah, yeah. so we got to the car. We drove off. Mine is not nearly as scary as mayonnaise, just to start a buffer there. <laughs> that <laughs> just little, a preface that? Just a little preface. But whenever I was little, I got really lost in a cornfield. <laughs> So my story sounds lame. We should have started with mine. Ended end with your gunshot <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so fucking dead. I, no, but honestly, that is... Okay, also, Signs is real. Signs is real. Like, I... My biggest scary movie of all time when I was little was Signs. So oh. the idea of getting stuck in a cornfield for Science me is did the not scariest scare thing me. ever. Signs no, it's scared not the, the, scare me. When he walks across in the party scene, that literally haunts me to this day. <laughs> to this fucking day. I watched years the old. movie Signs last year, in a, or not, two years ago in a cemetery. Not did you? Scared. Yeah. I wasn't there with you guys for I this, was I? I guess not. No, I was there for the... Um, what one did you see with me? The one where like the kid gets locked, the Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. Sixth Sense. That's when I watched with you guys. Yes. But yeah, I can't watch Signs. I'll never watch Signs again. Um, okay, so I was so you got little. lost in a cornfield. And my sister and my cousin Lance were like... They were older than me by like two or three years. Mm -hmm. And them two were always into trouble. I was not. I was not a rowdy kid. Uh -huh. I wasn't one to really Shocker. get. I like. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> That's a shocker to me. I just like was pretty chill as a kid. Kind mm -hmm. of mind my own business in that way. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, I did like to do what they did, though. Like I like to join of course. them. Right. You want to join in. Yeah. So, you have in. so they're like, yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're like, let's go. My granny's house mm -hmm. she's passed away by the way my grandparents name is bonnie and clyde they both passed away you're joking i'm not joking they're real names they're real freaking so. names I, I completely forgot like it's i forgot bonnie that and that clyde. Was yes yeah that's insane isn't that to me crazy still. yeah my mom's parents but they're not bonnie, the and clyde. bonnie and clyde some would say i'm just kidding no, <laughs> they're not honestly i wonder how many people because i recently saw my mom's grave and she's mm -hmm. buried right next to them and i mm -hmm. walked past their grave and said hello to them as well always of course and i'm like bonnie and clyde i wonder how many people walk past their grave and they're I like think, holy shit it's bonnie and clyde yes. but no just my grampy and green oh that's so cute my paul paul and granny as i call them but anyways the back so they lived way in the country and their backyard was a cornfield they had a lot of land not a ton of land, but land enough land enough. to have a huge cornfield. Totally. So they're like, let's go play hide and seek in the cornfield. Horrible idea. Those are famous last words. Literally. Let's, let's go, go play hide and seek in the cornfield. Corn First yeah, of all, that's at the nighttime. most country thing I've ever said. Oh, in your whole life. In my whole life. So we were, by the way, I didn't, I live like an hour away from my granny, maybe like two and a half hours away. Mm -hmm. So this wasn't by my house or anything. So I'm like, down bitches, let's, like, let's go. This sounds like the best idea ever. So we all go spurt into the cornfield and like run different ways. Stop. <laughs> and, and the cornfield, so is the corn like overgrown? Like past your past body? Past our little heads. Okay, got it. Way, I was like wondering, I was like, how tall is this us, corn? They were taller than me. I was pretty short as a kid, but mm -hmm. it was way past all three of our heads. Got it. Okay. And mind you, snakes are in cornfields. Are they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everything's in a cornfield, like right? Wild, uh, mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. Uh huh. The wild, wild south. But anyway, yeah. So five minutes in, I'm fucking lost. Like I'm lost to the point where I'm screaming and we can't hear each other anymore. We got no. too far, and we kept trying to find each other for I think a hair of a second, but then we were all. I think Lance and my sister found each other quickly, mm -hmm. and they could not find me for their life. And then I couldn't hear their voice anymore. And I was probably seven years old. Oh my gosh! So I was real young. So I'm mm -hmm. like, fuck. I remember it was so traumatizing. I was in that field for 
hours walking. Hours? Hours walking. And I remember I told myself, because I had walked in circles for so long, because I just wanted to find them or hear them mm-hmm. or, or at least get out of it. And I walked for hours and I couldn't find anywhere. And so I remember I told my little seven-year-old brain, and I'll never forget, I said, you have to walk straight. Yeah, just keep going you, in a straight line. No matter line. what you do, you cannot turn again or you're never going to get out of this. At this point, I think I'm going to fucking die. I'm crying Literally, my goddamn eyes out. Like I'm... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's one of those like hyperventilating I, It's over crying. for me and it's yes. starting to get dark. And so... No. And the whole time, I'm not even thinking about my mom and them. I'm assuming Lance and Ashley are still lost too, right? Right, right. Um, luckily, they weren't. They had found each other really early on in the mission. Uh-huh. And it was me and that, was got that got lost. Uh-huh. So I remember I just kept walking straight. And finally, I start to see the edge of the corn. So I run out of the corn. And I walk up on this old man working on his truck outside of his trailer. No. Literally, this old man. And he looks at me. And I was like... I'm lost. <laughs> it's like the most stereotypical movie. Like he's yeah, like, like working <laughs> under his truck in his front yard. And uh-huh. he has like a trailer with some land himself and obviously some cornfield. Right. So he's like, he just looks at me and goes, I need to go get my wife. <laughs> like he like, doesn't I don't even, even know what the fuck like, to do. You're bawling. A fucking demon just walked Li- out of a Literally, I need help. I need help. I think, I don't know. So a sweetest little lady comes out and she's like talking to me. And I was like, my granny is Bonnie. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, I know Miss Bonnie. She was okay, like, perfect. get in the car. Like, let's go. Let's go. She drove me straight to my granny's house where all my aunts are, my cousins are. All I see is my two cousins crying on the front porch because they got their ass beat. And uh-huh. my, all my aunts, grannies running out to the car. What in the hell? Because they, they were obviously looking for you and they couldn't find you They either. couldn't find me. No one could find me. They had been in the corn and they see me pull up in a woman's car. <laughs> so they're, and they're like, what the fuck what is going the on? Like, fuck? Are you good? Like, did you get abducted? Yeah. And so the people were so nice. They knew my granny. They took me right to my granny's house. Um, my sister, Have you ever seen a crop circle, by the way? Random side note. Never. Do you believe in those are real? Yes. No, I think I don't. I think with crop circles, I think that it gets a little fishy to me. It gets fishy. um, Because a lot of it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I can be very cynical with with extraterrestrial. Oh, what's it called? Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. I get real cynical. She's very, very, very about ET. ET uh-huh. I call it ET because it's extraterrestrial. ET. It makes it easier. Let's stick so, with that. So, uh, I. She's very like fuck aliens. They are not even real. I believe the only. I don't even want to get into it because there's people Honestly, no, that totally, believe totally. it so, so strongly. People totally. get into it. But the it. thing is, too, also like this is about our personal opinions about yeah. podcasts. It's like we can have differing views. Like even with like me and Laura have differing views all the, the fucking time. time, guys. And like that's just what it is. Like we're he- different humans. But what I like about me and you is whenever we don't agree, like I don't try to change your opinion. I've never tried Girl, to convince never. you there's not aliens because totally. I don't want you not to believe. What does it right. hurt for him to believe that? Totally. And you've never been like, well, Laura, it could. You're like, it could be real, but you leave it at that. I mean, obviously, like, what, like, uh, what else is there to say? You're I'm not, not gonna like, like you're force wrong, you to think my stupid. opinion. Yeah. No, I'm like, if, to me, I'm like, oh, well, I feel like, you know, if the galaxy's so big, like maybe there's other life out there somewhere. Like that's yeah. to me. Yeah. And that's my opinion. So it's like that's totally fine. And other people don't think that. 
I'm open too. to there being other life out there. I'm not open to anything that Hollywood has produced. See, that's like what kind of fucks us up. It's like the whole large lobe, big head, the UFO, like, the, yeah, I'm like, like no. all of that kind of stuff. It becomes hairy, but I do think that there's definitely like because honestly, like life can literally be microbes, you yeah. know. And I think yeah. that there could yeah. be microbes like a on cell. different a cell, yes, and like mm-hmm. there could be other th- forms of life out there because we're not the only solar system out there. I mean, yeah. we live in a fucking galaxy, which and there's is other so galaxies. Galaxies. So crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, is there other galaxies? There is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for some reason I, I was thinking the world was the many. universe. My bad. So there's other galaxies around us. Like Andromeda is our closest galaxy and that's fucking billions of light years away. Yeah. So it's like, I just can't, I guess in my own mind, I can't wrap head, my head around the idea that they're not being at least like microbes. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Even if they're not little alien. And everybody eyes. just assumes that what is out there is so greater and so smarter than us. How does anyone know? They we don't literally, know. We could be the smartest of our kind. Like no one, no one knows. knows. So it's like so many assumptions are mm-hmm. true in that area. Totally. Yeah. But I had to ask that and interject because I was like really curious. I like, love do it. Do you think that? I was like, have you ever seen a crop circle? Because I think crop circle is literally like, it's like bended yeah. corn. Yeah. Like bent in a circle in design, right? A Humans design. get bored and they do a lot of things. I agree. And I think that they, a lot of people do things for attention in that way too. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, like, look, my crop circle is do on. Do you know, you know what a dumbass I am? Hmm. Whenever we were in the desert in Joshua Tree, different mm-hmm. trip than Arizona, we were in Joshua Tree, but um, we were like at this super bougie little place. It was gorgeous, obsessed, loved mm-hmm. it, loved the vibes. And I looked down at the ground and it looked like crop circles in the sand. And so I'm like, what in the world is this huge okay, pattern okay. design in the sand right here? I was like, Ty, come look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And I'm like taking it in. I'm like, I don't believe in crop circles, but like, why would someone sit here and draw this out? And he right. goes, Laura, it's a Zen garden. <laughs> The house Are you has a fucking zinc- kidding me? And I was like, I'm done. Okay, that makes you're like, why would anyone well, take went time because like it was so? And I realized someone took a rake and it was a it was a zen, it was zen garden. garden beside the house, not crop circles. But see, the thing is, like, imagine how much harder it is to do a crop circle. Zen garden is you're literally raking sand. Crop circles, you're literally folding corn, yeah, husks and shit, and like making intricate designs like from high up. I will say, I think it's very fascinating because like yeah. the fact that someone can make such a perfect circle from like. When you're looking down at it, it's perfect. Uh-huh. And doing that in real life right. seems honestly kind of crazy to me with like different people designs. People can do a lot of amazing things. But they can things. do amazing things. People are very talented and I very, mean, I people get bored. Never do that. I can never do that. Obviously. You could do that. I couldn't like, I don't know the exact like diameter of like a circle. Like, if none you of that really stuff. want it to freak some people out. But then out. I guess technically too, like if you're like, okay, we get a ruler out there, a measuring stick, like make sure everything's perfect. And, I just don't think uh, I could do it. Yeah. No. I mean, it's not our it's genre in life. No. It's not our journey. It's not our journey. Should we tell the Tati story really quickly? <coughs> Without her dying? Oh my God. Well, I feel like your Sam and Colby story is way cooler, but let's do tell the Tati story. Well, it's because like, Tati, like, we've already told it. I feel like we have told it already, mm-hmm. but it was basically like where we went and had dinner with Tati. It was literally just us three. And we, after the dinner, it was super fucking late. It was 12 o'clock in the morning. I specifically Everything remember. Everything was closed. We shut down the restaurant. We do that a lot. Absolutely. Why we do we do that restaurant? every time we go out to eat? I swear, I, I feel like know. that You're happens right. a lot when we go well, eat with people. Especially when we're other, with other people. Do you remember whenever we ate with homegirls and we shut down the restaurant and got kicked You're out of the parking right. lot? Yeah, it happens like every time to You're us. You're so fucking right, Because we talk dude. too fucking much. Because we're just so fucking down, damn loud. That's why. Uh-huh, and we talk too much. But um, anyway, so it was literally 12 o'clock and we, like, again dark everywhere we're like almost like in an alley situation by like a road Mm -hmm. and we had called this uber and 
It would, oh wait, I don't know if we did call an Uber. We did not call an Uber. We did not call an Uber. We did right. not call an Uber. We're like, we leave the restaurant. We walk out the side because that was the exit because they had the front closed. Uh-huh. And so and like, we're like in an alley. Dark, pitch black, dark alley. So we're all like, you know what? You and I drove and James was coming to get Tati. To tati. Yep. So we were like, let's all wait together on James. Yes. Our cars sure were parked good. down the block. Uh-huh. A Just couple to make sure blocks that she's good. away. Mm-hmm. So me and you had to walk to her car. So we're like, let's make sure she's good. This is really creepy right now. The space was creepy. Every The vibes were off mm-hmm. but like, let's just wait together so then we're sitting there waiting on james he's on his way he'll be there in a minute and then a black car pulls up pulls up right next to us right up next and we're to like us. okay so we kind of just keep like walking kind of like yeah walked away we walked away and then they pulled up again yeah they kept like they were like trailing us and we were they like kept oh following us. my god so at this point we're all like soft talking like oh my god like oh, what do we do like the car like i don't want to confront three. the car of course you don't want to walk giggling. up Manny is busting out laughing and I've literally, I remember looking at him with this Joker face on and going, if you don't stop, we're going to fucking die. The thing is you guys in situations like that, (laughs) when I'm uncomfortable, I start busting out laughing and it's something about me that I just cannot help. And so I'm literally giggling, like laughing, laughing out loud. Laughing while Tati's our, literally on the phone with James like, space. babe, what the fuck is and going James on? James is like, stay on the phone with me, stay on the phone. Me, phone, on the phone. Fine, fine. As like this car keeps trailing us and keeps like pulling up next to so us. So then he starts to roll alley. down his car window. Oh, that's when we were like, girl, okay, like, no. I was we like, about to start Lord booking. have we mercy, start running. you about to see this girl run. Like, Imagine like a black car with blacked out windows. That has now trailed you down a dark alley and followed you. We're like, what the fuck? And so they just rolled down their window. Like we're thinking that there's a a gun that's about to pop out. I'm freaking out. So we see this man and Mm -hmm. he's sitting in there and he peeks his head out his window and we are all looking terrified. (gasps) And he goes, did you guys request an Uber? He was literally just an Uber driver trying to pick up trying his to, people. Yes, like wondering if we're his people. And, and we literally thought we were going to get murdered. murdered. And or we were abducted. like, oh my God. Oh, no, we didn't. That's no. not us. Sorry. Thank you though, sir. Thank you. As I'm Bye-bye. like literally laughing slash wanting to cry I, at the exact same time. The relief in my body and soul. Ooh, it left <sighs> our souls, that relief. Oh my God. I remember we ran to our cars and we we're just like, get us the... Like, I, get I'm pretty sure James was like, Really? He's like, are you fucking you kidding You let me? an Uber. Like scare the shit out of you guys like that. Guys. It's an Uber. So it was funny. It was honestly like a, one of those traumatizing moments that we share with Tati. And it was, it was fucking hilarious. To be hilarious. Now that we look back, now we it's look hilarious. Back, it's hilarious. At the time we were like, <laughs> like we were fucking I was fucking like, this shook. is it. This is how it ends. Absolutely. But I mean, after my fucking first story, it's Girl, like, that's my number you one. You got a lot more living to do. I got, that was my number one. Like I got Scariest. wrecked. I got wrecked. Wrecked. Okay, wait, wait. So now that we're going to go into like, what are our favorite Halloween things? We okay. have to like do like a little like segment where we talk about our favorite Tell Halloween Tell me something you dressed up when you were little or what's Ooh, one of your- something, One thing I was when I was younger, I was a little, I was a little vampire. My Definitely goodness. have done the vampire thing multiple oh. times. Same, I was like a little Hercules, like a little muscle man. Yeah, that's adorable. So like, I've done like little things like that where all they were I like little being cute. Being a cat, one. honestly. Are you kidding me? That's all type. Even I, when you were like a kid, kid. Yeah, I was a cat a lot, a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. I re- I was black cat like every year. <laughs> Maybe them cat ears were worn out. They were worn to <laughs> dust, Laura. I remember one time I was walking, trick-or-treating, my mom and my friend Allison. It was us. My mom took us two girls around to a couple houses to uh-huh. get candy, and I wanted to be a black cat, so I wore these. 
I honestly, when I was a kid, the Steve Madden platform shoe was not for me. The w- okay, got it. It was for the teenagers w- and adults. hundred percent. And as a child, those really sat well with me. So I, I got some and I wore them everywhere. So naturally they're platform huge boots. I honestly, the, the, the hold that those boots had on me, they had even though I never around wore my them, neck, a hold around like my they neck. They literally were choking me out. Like the way that they had a hold on everyone. Because the thing then. is in the nineties and early two thousands, I was still a kid. I was like eight, nine years old. Totally. So I wanted to be like the big girls. Of course. So I wore them out trick or treating blisters everywhere. But oh. I remember at the end of the night, my God, you feel like this <laughs> wobbling baby. Wobbling. Deer, full baby deer at the end of the night we were walking back to my house and i lived down a hill and i tripped and fell very naturally are you kidding me my candy bag when you're little little like probably like what i would probably say i was like 11 or 12 and my candy bag swung around as i fell and got hooked in a fucking tree because <gasps> i hit i was like whoa forward and my candy bag shot forward and hooked a tree can't make this up and did you get your candy i sure did out that's of the fucking tree, right what the fuck? that's insane yeah Wow. Another one of my cat costumes. I'm a little shook. Of course you're a cat. What do you love most about Halloween? The season. The time. The time. It's the time for me. Like for me, I love the crisp weather. The hocus pocus in the house. Like that's my number one movie of all time. Content. My favorite is all the content that comes out like on Netflix everywhere. It's my it's, favorite it's, during I love this it. time. It's like, this is the time for me that I thrive, which is funny because I feel like my depression acts up more during the holiday times. Yeah. It's a little bit more like prevalent where I feel a little bit harder, but I love this time. So it's like this weird, like double-edged sword for me because I love this time so much and I love fall, but I feel like I'm a little bit more depressed during this time, which is yeah. so strange. Yeah. But for me, like what my favorite thing about it is definitely just like the vibe that the fall and like winter give. Yeah. Cause I love, I love being able to like sit back and, watch movies and just like chill. I feel like it's more of a chill time I'm Me less too. motivated to do stuff I don't know if that's the depression but depression. I'm just more I'm just least I'm not as motivated to do things mm-hmm. during the holiday times and I don't know if it's like me just kind of like la-di-da or, I love everything about that it's like almost like normal things turn magical uh yes we have hay rides we have mm. parties we have friends yes. and hugs and laughs and dressing up and costumes and decorations yes. and the movies are the best and they're the spookiest and we have candy it's just like my god it's like we created this magical magic. time for us to celebrate it's magic and i know it's like a lot of people say it's like, oh, it's like the companies, the candy companies. Like, and I was like, no, Girl. no, no, no. I was like, no, no, no. I, and even if there was that situation, I don't How give a fuck. How evil of them. I, I was like, I don't give a fuck. To I'm make everyone it. have ha- a good time literally. and eat candy. Darn. Wow, they're out to kill us all. Yeah, literally, we're out. We're going to be murdered. Yeah. No, but I honestly, I really, really like the time. What's your favorite uh, Halloween movie? I can't say Hope. I'm not going to say Hocus Pocus. You can't. I can't. That's mine. Okay. Because I've already Fuck. just already said it. Ty, do you know what my one. favorite Halloween movie Oh, I know what it is, actually. What? I have two, Paranorman and Coraline. Oh, totally. I think yeah. Paranorman is like even more your number one. Paranorman is my number one, guys, because I- should I tell it on another time? Maybe, yeah. We'll yeah. tell like, the I'll story about Paranorman another time. Paranorman is my favorite. Paranorman is... And Coraline. Gorgeous. gorgeous. And Coraline, absolutely insane. What about insane. you? Um, for me, it definitely would be Hocus Pocus. But then I also love the old school Disney Channel movies, like Halloween <sighs> Town. Iconic. You know, I love like... Like Harry Potter. Kind of like Harry Potter. I know it's like, not specifically Halloween, but I know, but it's like it's witchy. HBO has all the Harry Potters now. I'm they've elated. been on re- on repeat at my house. Literally, same. I'm so fucking excited about it. On HBO repeat. Max. I'm like literally in love with that description. I'm so happy I got it. Me too. But um, I would say that's like probably like my favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. Do you like? Okay, what's your favorite scary movie? Mm. 
Mm. Is there like a scary movie that you're like, oh, that's a good scary movie? Okay. Um, you know, I don't like watching I them. really like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I believe, uh. I can't remember if it's Jessica Bill in it. I think Paris Hilton's in it. That version. Paris Hilton? Ty, isn't, isn't she? Isn't that House of Wax? That's House of Wax. That's Girl, House of Wax, I actually baby. like House of Wax. I've never seen House of Wax before. No! And I actually really want to see it. Will you it. watch it with me? Absolutely. Obsessed. So I feel like I will watch that one because for me, I don't watch no demonic, like, Gukui, like shit that scares me the most of anything i'll watch murderous stuff yeah that's scary but i will not watch the scariest like, demonic horror shit. movie i've ever seen is either sinister or <gasps> strangers no period sinister, no or like strangers. i've heard sinister was so scary i had to turn it off and i don't turn off any horror movie because they don't. don't they don't scare me i don't mind i'll watch any horror movie right. like i don't care i'm not gonna get that spooked. sinister got you good sinister got because it dealt with children and demons mm. they took it too far they took it too far i can't i not can't do the it babies no i like see you, you lost me there anything you like lost for me. me like i will never play with the ouija board oh i wouldn't do that either. i would never do anything like in that realm because i feel like it's like you're inviting that demonic energy in and like i just can't Especially because like, I feel like because I believe in God yeah, and same. I know you do too. I was like, that obviously means like, that why would I there's tamper with evil that energy too. Mm-hmm. That means that there's evil in this in the world too. If you believe in God, that means you believe in the devil. Yeah. So it's like, uh, Go, we ain't trying to chat. Uh-uh, baby. Okay. I'm trying to just keep it moving. I'm trying to keep it cute. We're trying to keep it cute. We're trying to keep it moving. Like, and that's that. So for me, like that is <laughs> moving. <laughs> I'm keeping moving. <laughs> it, so, what's yeah. your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, favorite Halloween candy? I would have to say I love getting the mini Twixes. Oh yeah, those are delicious. Those are probably like my favorite Halloween candies, like the mini Twix, like the mini fun size candies. Tyler says candy corn. You're lying. I'm not. Tyler, lying. let me let me put this on. Go on, Tyler. Tyler, are you kidding me? Uh, Is this real Halloween candy? Candy corn. Yes. Tyler, I will opinion, literally murder I, you and I will choke you out and body I slam you. I just recently realized that this is an unpopular opinion. It, I listen. I don't actually mind candy corn. I really, really don't. It's like whatever. Right. Like I'll eat a couple candy Same. corns. I would, but for it to be a favorite candy makes me want to hurt you. But here, the, I would never eat it outside of Halloween though. Okay, it's like That's eating respectable. peeps. Yeah, it's right? like eating peeps, peeps, peeps during the Easter time. Are gross. Unless you Excuse microwave me? These are delicious. They're delicious. And like so cakes. are the Cadbury cream eggs. Those are good. Those are my number I one. I don't eat those, but I don't think they're nasty. <laughs> they're just not my vibe. They're not my vibe. I, I, on our way home right now, when we're driving back to Laura's house, I'm we're going to choke you out. Candy corn. We're going we're gonna to pick that up. Um, we're, gonna, we're ending the podcast soon, but we're picking we're, that up. I'm not done with that there. with you yet. I guess to close out, I'll just say my candy. Say your candy. All right. I want to know. Crunch bar. <laughs> oh favorite candy in general crunch bar okay but what's your favorite halloween time like what will you eat laura you basic (laughs) ass like laura's like i want chicken fingers and fries no don't pin that on me that is you okay listen whenever i go buy halloween candy i make sure we get the mixture of the bags that's crunch bars so i can black out on the crunch bars love is i love the individually wrapped sour patch kids that have like the the bigger ones are like this big sour candy (gasps) isn't my vibe you guys know that that's you and ty that's that's you and ty my journey wholeheartedly i pretty much for candy only do chocolate i don't do sours you make me violence so some of some of our differences that we have some of them the, will make me want to kill laura we have a lot of differences like there's a lot in there that some of them like like the sour candy thing you make you, me want to murder you yeah you want to take me down on that i want to take you down also, to devil's whenever gate. i don't yeah. turn the ac on oh that's number one 
Yeah, that's number. No, I said Lord turned that AC on. Like, no, I'm cold. No. no. We're freezing right now. Abs. No, I'm not. I'm not cold. <laughs> I'm chilling. I also have a wig on, and it's literally. It's I can't sure. wait to rip it off my head. Well, let's wrap up this episode. Okay. Well, anyways, you guys, that actually is the end of our episode number ten. I'm so gagged the fact that we are on episode number ten. Like the next like threshold is at a hundred. Yeah. So it's like ten in a hundred. Do we get this right number fifty? Maybe. <laughs> I think we honestly we should we should do like a little cake or something. Episode number fifty. Okay. Cause that's like it reminds me of like a quarter quell. Let's like do when, the cake. like during the um You took it Hunger too far. Games. You took it too far. I always do. Mm. I always take it too far. Okay guys, anyway, we love you so much. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Thank Please don't you forget guys to rate for rolling with us for ten episodes. I know. Rolling so with exciting. us for ten episodes. Like that's insane. And we're honestly having so much fun with it and we love the podcast. Like we really do. We love our full fam. We like, sure dead do. Ass. It's fucking dope. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, thumbs up. Like, uh, comment. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment to us. We'd love to see what you just guys say. Would say. Something. Anything on reviews too. We like to go through our reviews on Apple Podcasts. So just let us know. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. We love guys. you guys. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories 
Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salute Drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm, your cocktail. Mm, mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salute has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastesalute.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health.